Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the Local Procast. I'm Jesse Flores, and today we're going to talk about the most powerful ways that you can generate leads on your website. And this is through using quiz or survey funnels. Um, and now these things have been around for a little while. They were probably made most popular by BuzzFeed, which um, is a news, I should use air quotes, organization that um, you know dramatically grew its mailing list and dramatically grew its engagement when it introduced these quiz funnels. <clears throat> but these quiz funnels have wide applicability and now lots of companies use them for different reasons to be able to segment their uh, potential leads and increase engagement. And uh, on the other side of this, we will dive into the details of how they work and why they work. Now, as a word of advice, this will probably best be um, done and, and uh, viewed visually. So I encourage you to hop over to our YouTube channel. We'll paste a link to that in this episode so that you are able to follow along with the video um, where I will dive into a little bit more detail on how survey or quiz funnels work at a high level. Local businesses are the heart of their communities. Often they're the first people ask for sponsorships and are the first ones willing to give on top of frantically trying to grow their businesses. The problem is that they're facing increasing pressure from bigger, better funded, more tech savvy companies. So how does a less than tech savvy business push back in order to attract, retain, and engage more of their dream customers while growing profits? That's the question that this podcast will give you the answer to. My name is Jesse Flores and welcome to the Local Procast. All right, well, good morning. So today I want to dive into the survey or quiz funnel. Um, I'll go in through into detail about what this funnel is like, how it works, um, share a couple of different examples in, in real life about where this has been really, really successful, and hopefully give you an idea for how to start thinking about using this in your business. So when we talk about a quiz funnel, let's first talk about the, the couple of components and the elements that you need to be able to actually create this funnel. Um, and then we will go ahead and kind of back up into, um, you know, the specifics of, of this. So when we start diving into a quiz funnel, really what we're trying to do, the goal of this is to do two things. One, it's to create a really engaging way for somebody to, um, uh, to well, really engage with your business or your website. Uh, and then on the other side of it, have some definite kind of plan or really segmented, um, I guess, approach for how they should proceed next. And that brings us to the second point of this. It's not just about engagement, it's about segmentation. And so the idea is, is that as you segment, in fact, segmentation is a golden rule of marketing. If you can uh, segment your visitors in the appropriate way so that you know kind of exactly what they're looking for and what they want or where they kind of belong in your purchase flow or in your funnel, then it becomes much easier to figure out how to then identify the key problems that you can solve for them and ultimately close that sale. So the, the, real, the real power of a quiz funnel is the engagement. People typically like to, to do them, but also the segmentation. Now, the other really interesting thing about quiz funnels is that they convert really, really high uh, relative to other kinds of funnels. And part of the reason is, is because generally speaking, um, when some most people don't like to have open loops where they start something and then they don't finish it and so what you see in a lot of cases is somebody will start going down the quiz funnel um, ostensibly because they want to try and solve the problem that they've got kind of in their mind but also because uh, but they complete it because at the end of it they, they they want to figure out the answer they don't want to just kind of leave it hanging and so these are really really powerful funnels um 
but they also can take a little bit of, actually take quite a bit of thought to figure out how to implement them. So in general, let's talk about the components and then we'll kind of move out to the to the overall strategy. And then we'll talk about a couple of examples. And the reality is, is that you're just gonna have to kind of think through this quite a bit in your own business. And maybe we'll have some resources for different industries. But when we are talking about a quiz funnel, Generally speaking, one of the first principles here is that you don't want these to be long. The goal is not to give somebody a quiz like in school to make sure they get the answers right. The goal is ultimately to um, to have somebody end up in either a segment or with a score that you can then use to figure out how to then approach them next in the buying cycle. So the goal here is not to um, get to a right answer. It's not to get to a perfect score. It is to segment and to help people self-select, okay? So one of the first things that I tell people when, when we're talking about a quiz funnel is keep it short. Four, five, six questions max is usually going to be plenty. You know, unless you're BuzzFeed and you're doing doing the kind of the, you know, which Harry Potter house are you, then people are just doing that for fun. They want to kill 15 minutes doing that kind of thing, fine. But when, you know, someone's coming to figure out what their insurance score should be or what their, um, you know, you know, what their appropriate, uh, you know, Fabletics uses a quiz for uh, giving a discount based on the kinds of clothes you might like. They don't want to spend 15 minutes doing that. They really want to spend 30 seconds or a minute doing that. Okay. So, so first uh, is, is keep it short. And these should generally be multiple choice or true false questions. And the reason is, is because, um, first of all, most softwares that handle this, we'll talk about softwares at the end, um, they, they can't, parse any of the numbers of raw text fields that somebody might enter in. Okay. okay. So the, the, the point of these is to have, you know, these categories or these true false questions kind of lead to the next, uh, you know, the, the next question or the next level of engagement so that you are able to, um, again, segment, right? The goal is not to come up with the right answer. It is to help somebody segment. So four to six multiple choice, true, false questions, because those are really easy for us to say, if someone answered a, take them to question one. If someone answered B, take them to question four. Someone answered C, take them to question three, right? So it's really easy to map the next question to a binary, true, false, A, B, C, D, than it is, you know, understand what somebody wrote in this text and then take them some other place, right? So four to six multiple choice, true, false questions um, that ultimately the sum of those questions should lead to some kind of a segmentation, which we'll get to here in a second, and ideally on that segmentation page, you want to then have whatever your next set of, of things are in your funnel. So whether that's case studies or stories to highlight um, in order to kind of tell a story that say, hey, this person in this segment, just like you, had success in this way. ClickFunnels does this part very well. Or maybe you want to have appointment scheduling software. Hey, it sounds like you need X. Schedule an appointment to talk to our you know, pro about X you know, and, and here's the link of availability. Um, you also want to make sure that you've got all of your creative assets. So the one of the nice things about a quiz funnel is that generally speaking, you don't need a lot of assets. What you really do need is a lot of, um, you, you need a good decision tree. Okay. And that's really where the power of the quiz funnel comes into play. So how does this typically work? So typically the way a quiz funnel might work is you come to a, uh, a page where you've got your really interesting curiosity rousing headline you know, learn X or get X, um, it takes 30 seconds, just answer a few quick questions. Now, inside of this, you're going to have a couple of multiple choice questions. And as somebody is filling in the blanks, they'll click next question, next question, next question. Now, after they've answered their four to six questions, 
will then bring them to an opportunity where they can then get the answers that they're looking for by giving you their email address or their phone number or whatever the, 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 the information is that you want to get, right? So we start with the quiz is kind of phase one. Phase two is generating, uh, is having a, um, uh, a lead gate so that you then get their information before you deliver the value, right? And, and what's great about a quiz is that it becomes really easy for you to say, hey, um, we've, we're, we have to, we're calculating your results. Let us know where to send them. And most people, like that's pretty congruent. It doesn't feel like you're trying to do a bait and switch, like you're just trying to get the email address. It's a pretty congruent offer. Like I'm filling out these questions. I want, I want the answer, right? And so this is a really natural way. And I think part of the reason why we see these things convert at such high levels is because if someone's already answered three or four or five questions and then it's like, oh, I want my results, like that's a pretty normal and natural feeling. And so people enter in their information, at which point then you then take them to a thank you page where in most cases we would suggest have the results of the quiz already there, but also be sending them via email depending on what software is supported. And so you might have, for instance, um, you know, three categories that somebody uh, lands in. And once they land into those three categories, you give them different recommendations based on those categories. So, you know, if you answered, you know, uh, A, C, D, E, B, you might end up in category one. If you answered B, D, C, E, X, like you, you know, you might end up in category two. And in a second, here, I'll show you how a decision tree for this would work. Okay. But again, the goal here is as you're putting together your questions, what you want to make sure you're doing is you want to make sure that the questions you're asking um, lead to fairly mutually exclusive categories or buckets. So again, the power of a quiz funnel is that your, your people are going to engage, they're going to complete them, they're going to give you the information, but you have to do the work to think about where do I want them to go or what are the three or four buckets somebody could enter, could, could end up in, and then how do I ask a series of questions that allow me to force someone into bucket A, B, C, or D, or whatever number of buckets there are. And again, generally speaking, I wouldn't suggest more than three, max four buckets, only because um, you start having, to, in order to start doing that much more segmentation, you're going to have to ask a lot more questions and, and write, write more complex logic. And that to me is not, is not worth it. Again, you really want to keep these simple, quick, someone can get in and get out within 30 seconds and, uh, and, and get a result. Now, another way you could do this is instead of having a single um, result, maybe you only have somebody, or instead of having a couple categories of, of results, maybe you only, you want everyone to kind of follow the similar path. And what you want to do is you want to give somebody a score. In some cases, some quiz softwares will allow you to assign a value to each quiz, to each quiz. So, you know, if I'm looking at a particular quiz question here, I might have, you know, question one is worth 10 points. Question two is worth five points. This is worth three points this is worth one point. And then at the end of my score is greater than X. I get a score, you know, I get 50 points and 50 points maybe is really good. And that means, Hey, you know, you're doing a, a great job. This is a great assessment. Um, we, we have something like this implemented, for instance, for an insurance company where uh, the, they ask, what is your insurance score or your insurability score? We came up with some cute name. I don't remember the name of it. Um, and so the idea is somebody walks through the steps and then at the end, it's like, boom, you scored a 67 out of, you know, 70, you know, points or whatever it is. Um, you are super well covered, you know, high five your agent. Um, but, you know, in case there might still be gaps, 
re, you know, call us here, right? Um, you know, whereas, you know, maybe you answer a different configuration of questions and you might, you know, your insurance score is 35 out of 70. It sounds like there's probably significant gaps in your coverage. You should reach out and talk to somebody um, here about where, the, about how to take care of those gaps, right? Um, and so there's different, so so that, that's how you might use scoring. But again, you're, you're giving somebody that feedback immediately that lets them know this is what we are, you know, this is kind of our assessment based on your feedback about what you need to do next. And then it's up to somebody to follow up on your end or on, on their end. <clears throat> now, as with all funnels, um, as with all funnels, as somebody is delivering that information, you wanna make sure you add them to your email list. Uh, so once they enter in their email address, that you then deliver the survey response via the email. And again, this is gonna vary a little bit based on the different kind of quiz provider that you're using, um, and then start your follow-up sequence. Uh, and again, depending on where and how you're using it, you may or may not then want to have somebody get on the phone very quickly to do their follow-up. So um, a couple of, of, of examples of where you might see this in the real world. So let's. So one of the companies I mentioned before earlier is a company called Fabletics. And so uh, if you go to, for instance, fabletics.com, and theirs is, is going to probably be a little bit more sophisticated than many others. Um, and you go in and say, okay, these guys have this membership for athletic wear. Uh, let's imagine that I want to unlock some of their offers here. It's going to start taking this quiz. Okay, how do I like to get fit? Okay, I, I'd like to go to the gym and train. Okay, I'd like to, um, you know, mix it up. Uh, supportive, I don't know, mix it up, I guess. Uh, length looks great. Style, neutrals. Pick your sizes, you know, here. I'm just picking some sizes. And so how did you hear about us? answer some stuff, uh, zip code, one, two, three, four, five, continue. And then here you go. So you see, answer these couple of questions. Now we get to this point here where they want my name, they want my email address, I'm gonna create an account, right? So this is one example of a survey funnel. And what I'm gonna get by filling this out is going to be this deal, uh, which is essentially gets them into my new membership, right? Um, we use an example, a version of this on our own website. Um, if you look at our, if you go to our website and you were to go and take our marketing, our, our automatic marketing assessment. So we pop into our site um, and we go to, uh, let's just go to the resources for now. <clears throat> and we go to the marketing plan generator. Um, and again, we have a separate landing pages for all this stuff. And so similar thing, you know, where should you focus your limited time and marketing dollars? And so you would go through and say, well, which of these things best describes your business? Okay, we're a local small business. We've been in business three to five years. Um, don't have enough people coming to the website. And so we're kind of doing some calculations here. And then ultimately we would then say, okay, we based on what you told us, enter in this information and we'll send you a plan for how to, you know, a marketing plan based on your goals and, and what kind of business you are. And what we've got is um, logic on the back end that has taken these different questions. And so we've slotted somebody into a number of different um, attributes. And so we generate the plan for them. Now, again, there are different softwares that make this more or less uh, difficult. Um, so if you're using WordPress, Thrive is has a, has a quiz builder that's pretty good. We use that one quite a bit. Um, if you are not using WordPress, lead quizzes 
uh, I think it's leadquizzes.com. It might be .net, but I think it's .com. Leadquizzes is is, uh, is a similar tool and it works very similarly. It, uh, it's, it's platform agnostic um, and allows you to build these kinds of quizzes. Uh, if you're using ClickFunnels and ClickFunnels has this kind of built in directly to their software as well. And so the purpose of a quiz funnel is to increase engagement and to help segment your customers. In general, they convert much, much higher than a, uh, an average kind of offer because it's uh, it's tailored towards somebody trying to solve a particular problem. Um, and they're fairly um, once you get once you have the thinking done. You know they're 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 fairly asset lean, meaning you don't need to have a bunch of images necessarily. You don't need to have a bunch of um, you know creative, but what you really do need is a um, good decision tree, and that's ultimately the the hard part of of this is do I have a good decision tree? Do I have a good way to segment? And then do I have good follow up procedures after the fact? And that's how these tend to work. So um, hopefully the wheels are turning for you, and you can think you know if I'm you, I'm thinking okay. In my business, what are the main segments that I might um, have either by product or by service or by industry, whatever those things are? And then how do I create a series of questions, three to five questions that are multiple choice or true false that would allow me to kind of slot someone into one of those buckets so that I or my sales team can then follow up accordingly. And now we're having a conversation that is um, maybe a little bit more uh, proactive. So hopefully you find this helpful. If you did, please take a second to um, to like it, or uh, and then you can also subscribe on any one of our platforms that we're on. Um, and if you know someone else that you think would find this useful in their business, please do us and them a favor and share it with them. Um, if you have any questions, I'm sure there's a comment box somewhere. We'd love to hear them. And uh, this is a pretty this this can be pretty complicated. In another episode down the line, we'll talk about some logic for these. Um, but today, I really wanted to just cover an overview of how they work why they work and show a couple of quick examples. And so hopefully you, uh, the wheels are turning for you. And um, if you have questions and you need some help getting one of these things set up, please reach out and, and we'll be happy to talk you through that. All right, have a great day. Thanks, bye.